welcome to Science is Fun E. I am your host, Private, aka Avery. I am nine years old and currently in the fourth grade. Joining me today is Skipper, aka Craig, who is going bald and forgets things. <laughs> Not funny, Private. Kind of funny, Skip. Hey, Skip, how are you doing today? What? I said, how are you doing today? What? Speak up. I can't hear you. Are you hard of hearing? I think you are. It's because you're old, right? Well, people do start to lose their hearing as they age. It's really a down part of getting older. So, is there an up part of getting old, like you? There are many up parts. Being with my granddaughter is one. Aw, that's so sweet. I was talking about your sister, T. Hey, (laughs) not funny at all, Skipper. You're kind of funny, Private. You know I love you. Remember our family motto? If If we we don't don't tease you, you, we we don't don't like you. you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but how do ears really work? What? Oh, sorry. Well, first, what we call the ear, this flap of skin and cartilage hanging off the side of our head, is just a very small part of the ear. We could still hear pretty well without it. The really good stuff is found at the end of the tube that goes inside your head. If we can hear without it, what good is it? Well, we can hang stuff from it, poke holes in it, we can stretch it out. Many people think those things make them attractive. Skipper, you have a small gold ball in your earlobe. Do you want people to think that you're beautiful? (laughs) Well, most old guys like me really don't care anymore if people think they're attractive. I did it because some of my students said I was too old to get one. For me, it was kind of like, oh yeah, so there. (laughs) What does it really do? The shape of it helps to gather sound waves and guide them into that tube. Wait, what are sound waves? Like waving when I wave goodbye to you when you leave? Nope, not that kind of wave. These kinds of waves are similar to the waves that water makes when you throw a rock into it. There are high parts of the wave and low parts of the wave. And the wave moves from where the rock hits outward in all directions. When you throw a big rock in the water, the high parts are higher and the low parts are lower than if you threw a small rock. So what are you saying? So the big rock produces high waves that are like loud sounds, but the little rock produces small waves that are kind of like quieter sounds. How fast the waves move are like high sounds. Sounds like when your sister makes when she screams after you gave her that shock I warned you not to do. And the slower waves are like the my strong masculine deep voice. They are lower or deeper sounds. Okay, I get it. And I did tell her I was sorry. Crossing fingers. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it. What else is it good for? Well, it also helps us to determine where a sound is coming from. Close your eyes and point your head towards the wall. Got it? Yep, I'm doing that. Okay, where am I now? I think behind me. Good, where am I now? Probably on my right side. Right, see that superpower you have is important. If someone calls out to you in a crowded room, you'll know where to look. Or if a car beeps its horn, you'll know where the car is coming. Okay, cool. But what's the rest of the ear like? I remember learning about some of this stuff in science class, but I can't exactly remember everything. Okay, so let's do some research on the parts of the ear and come back and talk about it. What? Very funny, Private. (laughs) So, Private, what did you learn about the ear? I learned that the tube you mentioned goes inside my head a little over an inch or about three centimeters. It has a brownish-orangey waxy stuff in it. Yuck. And hairs that keep bugs out. Again, yuck. Hey, that stuff is not yucky. It's really important. Mothers oftentimes make the mistake of trying to dig that ear wax out. 
and end up only pushing it in deeper, causing lots of problems. Remember, don't put anything into your ears smaller than your elbow. Huh. Oh, I get it. It means don't put anything in your ears. You got that right, Private. What else did you learn? At the end of that tube is a thin piece of tight skin called a membrane. It moves back and forth very fast when the sound waves hit it. What happens then? On the other side of that membrane are three tiny bones. They move back and forth at the same speed as the membrane. I read that those three bones are smaller than a grain of rice. <laughs> That's right, they are. They're the smallest bones in the body. So far, so good. The sound is moving further and further inside our head. Yeah, and at the end of the three bones fits to a snail inside our head, but then I couldn't really figure out what happens next. It got kind of complicated. That's okay, but it's really not a snail. It's a snail shell shaped structure. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Try saying that three times fast. Oh, it's easy. Snail's a shell shaped structure. Snail's a shell shaped structure. Snail's a shell shaped structure. Not bad. Now try toy boat three times fast. No way, Skip Focus. You're just trying to avoid the topic. What happens inside the snail? Okay, okay. So that snail shell shaped structure is called a cochlea, by the way, and it contains the parts that change the back and forth of the bones into back and forth vibrations of another membrane that has thousands and thousands of tiny hairs attached to it. Seriously, Skip? Sounds like you're making this up. You aren't making this up, are you? No, no, really. When the membrane inside the cochlea starts to move back and forth, it pulls on some of the hairs. The hairs are attached to sensors that send a signal to the brain if that particular hair is pulled. How does that make us hear? Well, each hair only gets pulled at a very specific sound frequency. Remember your sister screaming? Yeah, so insanely annoying. <laughs> That's called a high frequency sound. Very fast waves. And by low voice, that's low frequency sound waves. They're slower. Still very annoying. Hey, so what we call sound is made up of combinations of high and low frequency waves. And it's those combinations of signals we get from the sensors attached to those hairs that the brain knows is a sound. So when I talk, I am really producing high and low frequency sound waves in the air that the ear changes into patterns of signals that are sent to the brain and the brain changes the patterns of the signals into me hearing a sound what right. the heck <laughs> right and the shapes of those high and low frequency sound waves is called language language and shape what do you mean well you know that there are many different languages on earth yeah, my dad teaches Spanish. So your dad teaches his students to train their tongues to shape the sound vibrations into patterns that someone who knows Spanish will understand. ¿Qué pasa? It's why the study of language is called linguistics. Lingua in Latin means tongue. Cool. When you talk, your tongue, mouth, and teeth are involved in shaping the sound vibrations coming from your voice box in your throat into patterns that I can understand as English words. Each word has a pattern or shape, and my brain over the years has learned that each word pattern has a meaning behind it. So when I say a word like ball, my lips start together and then come apart, and my tongue is lower in my mouth, and then comes up and touches my front teeth to make the uh sound. Wow, I never thought about how I make a word by shaping the sound with my tongue, lips, and teeth before. So when we're babies, we're constantly practicing making different sounds. After a year or so, we begin to put the sounds together into words people can understand, like mama, dada. 
At around the age of two, we start to put the words together to make sentences, but it's all just a pattern of sound. Cool. When I was doing my research, I found that the ear does other things than just hear sounds. Really? What else does it do? Balance, for one, so we don't fall over, and it lets us know when we are moving or not moving. How does the ear tell us when we're going to tip over? Well, there are tubes that go different ways, and they have liquid in them that moves when we move our head to the side or back and forth. The liquid pushes a little thingy that's attached to the hairs, and it sends a single to the brain that your head is moving. So how does that keep us from tipping over? So if our head tips too much to one side, the brain causes the muscles on the opposite side of our body to contract, cause us to straighten up again. Hey, that's pretty good, Private. But I have to tell you that the part of the ear that tells us about moving only tells us when we're going faster or slower, not just that we are moving. What do you mean, just going faster and slower? You see, we're always moving. No, sir. I'm just sitting here. I'm not moving at all. Hmm. Did you forget that you were on the surface of the Earth, moving around in a circle at a thousand miles per hour? No way! A thousand miles an hour? Why don't I feel it? And why aren't we talking about ears? Because <laughs> you and everything around you is moving that fast. And don't forget, you're also moving around the sun at 64,000 miles per hour. That's crazy, Skip. How come I don't feel that either? It must be like time warp in Star Trek or something. <laughs> it's because your inner ear only tells you about speeding up and slowing down. Since the Earth is not slowing down or speeding up, you can't tell you're moving at all. But you can tell when you're in a car and it starts to move faster or when it starts to slow down. Your ear will tell you that information, but not when you and the car are going at steady speed. How does it do that? It's because you've got rocks in your head. Wait a minute, Buster. I do not have rocks in my head. But I think you do if you expect me to believe that piece of rubbish. It's nothing personal, Private. We all do. Okay, how do rocks in my head tell me that I'm going faster or slower? Are you sure you're not just making fun of me or something? Because it sure feels like that. <laughs> well, I do like teasing you, but nope. The rocks are called otoliths, and they are found in the inner part of your ear. The rocks are surrounded by a material that some hairs attach to it. Ugh, again with those hairs? Right, so private. Seems that when nature finds a way of doing something, it uses it a lot. When you speed up, the material with the stones in it wants to stay where it is. It's called inertia. All bodies that aren't moving want to stay not moving until something pushes on them to make them move. If something is moving, it wants to stay moving until something acts on it to make it slow down or stop. Like the brakes in your dad's car. So, how exactly does it tell me I'm going faster or slower? You see, when you start to go faster, the material with the stones in it wants to stay where it is. And that pulls on the hairs, and those hairs send a signal to the brain telling you you're going faster. So, how does it tell the brain I'm slowing down? Well, the opposite happens. When your body slows down, the material with the stones in it wants to keep going faster. So, once again, the hairs get pulled and the brain knows you're going slower and slower. So, why aren't the hairs getting pulled now? Because both the stones and you are going the same speed. So, no hair pulling. And that goes for you and your little sister, too. But she's so easy to annoy. Also, wow, it's pretty complicated, but pretty cool, too. Yay, science! You got that right, Private. Skip, how come if I mix all my paints together, I get black, but if you mix all the colors of light together, you get white? Hmm, join us next time for Color and How the Eyes Work. Oh, I hate cliffhangers!
that's our podcast for this week. Come back next week for another episode of Science's Fun-E. And don't forget to visit our website at www.scienceisfune.com or listen on iTunes, Google Music, Podbean, or just search for Science's Fun-E in your favorite podcast app. To suggest possible topics for upcoming episodes, email topics at sciencesfune.com. You can email me at private at sciencesfune.com or skipper at sciencesfune.com. I'm Private, a.k.a. Avery, and hoping you have a great week. TTFN!